Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. All right, so welcome to another great episode of Business Story of the Week. Today, we've got somebody who falls under legendary status in the world of investments and entrepreneurship. I want you guys all to meet our next guest, Mr. Fred Carey. Fred has built billions of dollars in corporate value. He's taken three companies public. If any of you guys know what it takes to take a company public, it's daunting, and most people never do it once. He's done it three times. He's got over 600,000 followers on social media. He's had 100 million views on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And countless articles have been written about him, not just here, but internationally. Uh, Fred has inspired thousands of people to pursue their dreams and achieve their goals. Maybe he should be called the Entrepreneur Whisperer. Fred, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. You know... um, it's an honor to be here with you, number one, uh, with your reputation and your audience. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here with you and them. Uh, the second thing is, I'm thinking maybe we should just stop the show right now because the anticipation that you created, I want to hear me and, and I am me. So, uh, you know, maybe we should just quit now while we're ahead. No, let's, let's, let's talk about it. So tell us a little bit. I know you weren't always the boss you are now. Tell us a little bit about your business story and your entrepreneurial journey that brought you to where you are now so people can learn about you. Yeah, you know, once an entrepreneur, you're always an entrepreneur. And I'm sure you have some folks in your audience that right now are struggling that have had a failure or two or five. I've been there. I've done that. And we live that every day. We're going to live it till the day we die. So my entrepreneurial journey really started at 17, 18 years old built up three companies, then went and practiced law for a decade, then went back into entrepreneurship and created another 10 companies. And now I'm helping 400 companies. I have 400 companies under me right now that we own about 30% of that we've built up from the idea stage. So this has been a journey of love uh, and torture uh, on both ends of it. And I encourage anybody who's thinking about entrepreneurship to do it as long as you have perseverance, persistence, and the ability to stand back up when you get knocked down. You went to law school. You took the traditional route initially. You went, you paid all the money to go through expensive law school. You did all the books, all the studying, passed the bar, did all that stuff. What brought you to entrepreneurship? Because that's a very different game, right? Yeah, it, it, it's funny, and I should uh, uh, probably do a separate section on that because I went to law school by accident. Uh, I, I had started two different companies by the time I went to law school, and I ran into a couple of lawyers that were negotiating with me for a, a band's management deal, which is I was doing concerts back then. And they said, you know what? After three months of working with you, you should be a lawyer. If you want to be a lawyer, we're going to make you a one-third partner. Uh, and at that point, I had one and a half years of school. I'd done my two entrepreneurial deals, but I said, okay. 
And I, then I figured out, how the hell am I going to do this? And I went, I literally clept two and a half years of college uh, in three weeks. So I got credits for a four-year degree in, in three-week period of time. And I got into law school and did that and became a partner right away. I, I was really good at law, but I always had that entrepreneurial thing inside of me. So no matter how good I was at it, it didn't fulfill me because I wasn't creating something. And and for me, the creation process is what really, really matters. Unbelievable. So you went from law to entrepreneurship yep. and that brought you to where? I know you work with startups. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I started uh, Idea Pros in uh, 2016 and I literally spent the first year not doing any business, looking at all the companies I'd started before, looking at my pain points, my mistakes, my successes, and I try to create a formula so I could have a formulaic method to help first-time entrepreneurs or 10th-time entrepreneurs create successful businesses. So that was, I had an opportunity to either retire or work harder than I ever did in my life, and I chose the, the latter route. I promised my kids recently I'd retire by the time I hit 90. But the, the reality is there is a formula to success, both internal on knowing the things you need to do and external having the connections, you know, the context, uh, the financial capabilities of making things happen when you launch. So I put that all together in a model and that's, that's how I started Idea Pros. We're servicing the 95% of the market that is not being served by venture capital. Mm, okay. So Tell me if I am a entrepreneur thinking of starting a company, how do you help me? Probably the start with undoing everything that you're about to do. Um, the, the number one failure now everybody take a pen and paper and write this down. The number one failure of entrepreneurs that start new businesses is they created something there's no market for. You know, think about this. If, if I asked you to be the head coach of a team and I can't even tell you what sport we're playing, who the opposition is, how big the market opportunity is in that stadium, who the audience is and what they're going to respond to, what the rules of the game even are. Uh, if I told you that to be a sports coach, you'd say it was crazy. But that's how we blunder into starting our new business to change our lives and our lives become miserable because we're doing all the wrong things. So I would pull you in. Say, I'm going to train you how to be an entrepreneur, and we're going to take your business idea. We're going to make it into a kick-ass company that's going to be the first of many products that you're going to develop. Yeah, there's a couple things there that you mentioned that uh, came to me when you said that. So I always teach people, particularly in the Amazon world, but in other worlds, of business in general is distribution first. Right? It used to be, hey, you build a better mousetrap, the world will uh, beat its way to your door. Fact is, no one cares anymore. Amazon, Walmart, all that killed all that. Right, So you are absolutely right. You have to start with the market. If you, you can, there are instances where there's people who created some cool stuff and got it out there and, and people thought it was cool and, and it worked, but that's the exception. In general, that's a lot of work and it's even more work when you have to educate a market on what you're doing. That is the most expensive thing. You leave that to the apples and the Coca-Colas and the, you know, the Microsofts of the world. I tell people all the time, 
So what you're saying is, is, is a very astute observation. Um, the second thing that you touched on, which I think is very interesting, is the importance of mentorship. As, as entrepreneurs, I oftentimes talk to people about this. We have a tendency to want to work in a vacuum. And it's the death of entrepreneurship because without mentorship, without being able to say, we don't know what we don't know, let me talk to somebody who may know. It puts us in a deeply weakened position. How do you feel about that? Well, no, absolutely. Look, if I sat down with anybody that's going to start their new business is out looking for seed money or something, and I say to you, you know, what is the market size? What's the market growth? What's the market opportunity? What are the strong points of all your competitors? What are the weak points you can exploit? Who you're going to go to as an audience? How are you going to get to them? How are you going to turn them into, into big loyal fans? And oh, by the way, you got three years worth of projections. How do you get to those numbers? What, what are the bottom line assumptions that make those numbers real? How are you going to get this? What are the, what's the human horsepower you're going to need? What are you going to spend on advertising? How are you going to win the game and stay in, in advance? Most people are going to glaze over. They're not going to know. And those are the absolute fundamental foundational elements of any business you're going to create. If you don't know that shit like this, number one, you're not going to get any money. And number two, your business is going to fail. That is true. That is true. And I'll give you an interesting example. So years ago, I had a documentary film production company and we made a film about the Aztecs and I started getting uh, calls from teachers in the inner city in the Hispanic community. And they were like, hey, we want you to come in and talk to some kids. These are trouble kids, kids that are gang members, their family are gang members, and they're in a lot of trouble. Come talk to them. And I thought to myself, man, what, what am I going to say to these kids? Right. So I had no idea, but I went in and it was one of those, like the typical classroom where you step in, the kids are like slouched down in the chairs and, you know, they're chewing gum and blowing bubbles and absolutely not caring about what I'm saying. And I mm -hmm. made my introduction. I told them about my entrepreneurial success. I told them, Hey man, I came from nothing to less than nothing. And, and now, you know, here I am successful companies and, and whatnot. And they just weren't listening to me. So I was thinking to myself, what can I tell them that will make them pay attention? And so I moved over to the, the chalkboard and I wrote on the board, if one of us can do it. And I dropped the chalk and I just went and I sat down and they were all kind of now they paid attention. They're like, why is this guy sitting down? And they, you know, someone said, hey, what, what, what's that mean? And I said, thanks for asking. If one of us can do it. All of us can do it. So I opened up the possibility for them to know that if one of them could do it. And then under that, I said, but you can't do it alone. So it's the importance of mentorship, right? So like when I see you and I see idea pros, I'm like, man, if I was a startup entrepreneur, and like, yeah, I could go through all the struggles and getting in front of the, the, the VCs and sitting down and doing the pitches and making all the mistakes. That's a long road. If I could just pay you and, and you know, because it has to be a fair transaction to both people. But if I could just pay you for your time and have you mentor me and coach me and show me all the mistakes that you've made along the way, all the mistakes that you've seen people make, and that helps me cut six months off the process, 
man, sounds to me like you are an unfair competitive advantage. Uh, I am. And, and, and really, that's how we position it. It's not six months, it's six years, too. The, the reality is, you know, I'm, I, I like to drink an old-fashioned at night. I'm so old, they were just called fashions when I, when I was uh, first drinking them. Um, so that's a joke, by the way, folks. The, the reality is you become wise. You have wisdom by your mistakes, not by your successes. The successes are a result of being able to get up and do it again and try a different way. So when you want to find somebody that's a mentor, you're going for their mistakes. What did you do wrong that you're gonna keep me from making that same mistake? And, and this is not one of those things where, you know, do as, I, do as I say, not as I do. It's not one of those things because I want you to do as I do, but I want you to do it because of all the things that I've learned in decades of, of the experiences that I've had. We all make the same mistakes. It's one uniform thing about entrepreneurship. We wanna go and talk to investors about how amazing our product is, how we're, we're revolutionizing the world. That scares the shit out of investors. They're not buying your dream. They're not gonna invest in you changing the world. They're gonna, like you talked about the Amazons and, and, the, and the apples of the world. If you're gonna have something new, they want an evolution. They want you to be able to sit down with them and, and, and you can say, look, there's three other companies have tried to do sort of what I'm doing and they've been really successful and this is how they succeeded. We're just ordinary people, but we found a fourth element to what they're doing that nobody's ever done before. And we're just adding this to this proven model and we need your help in getting there. That is a lot easier evolution rather than revolution. I like that. I like that. And it's, it's true. It's true. You know, in, in a lot of areas, I look for people like you. So this sounds like something that really uh, could be a big deal for somebody who is just starting, you know, and we tell people this all the time. Uh, an amateur is, uh, uh, sorry, uh, a professional is expensive, but an amateur costs a fortune. Um, it's a good one. And it's really true. It's really true. So great. So if people want to engage with you, Fred, if people want to uh, bring you ideas, bring you deals, if, if somebody wants to hire you, I know that you guys are super busy and you only take the best of the best. But if somebody uh, wants to engage you, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah. And by the way, anybody who wants to reach me and my executive assistant hates me for it, but you can just write directly to me, fred at ideapros.com. Fred at ideapros.com. That's one way to reach me. Also on social media, uh, on Instagram, official Fred Carey on Instagram, C-A-R-Y. I provide content every day for entrepreneurs and personal development. That's all free. And then on our website, ideapros.com, on the top banner on the website, if you click on that start now, you'll get an insider checklist. And most of us are outsiders. That's the reality of it. All the venture capital money goes into 1% of entrepreneurs. And the rest of us are sitting here trying to figure out what the hell to do. Cl click on that, get it for free. It gives you seven major tips. And then for seven days, I'm gonna send you another email on each one of those tips, dive deep into them, along with a 20 minute video on each element of it. You're gonna learn a lot. If you wanna go all in and, and try to be a partner, 
Then there's a start now button on the side of my page where you can sign up as a partnership. But we also have really inexpensive things like video courses with me for a few hundred bucks. Teach you how to make your idea not suck for about $1,500. We have lots of things that we can do when you're starting your journey, but don't do it alone. Don't be an amateur, uh, like Shaheen said, because you're going to get killed. This is a good way to do it. Finally, if I may uh, plug ourselves, uh, we have, uh, although that was a plug, but we are also doing our last round of private uh, fundraising. So if you're an accredited investor and you want to participate in this company, we kind of turned the VC model upside down. We own 40% or 30% of 400 companies. Um, you can go to ideaprosinvest.com and you can learn about that investment there. $25,000 minimum investment. I'm, raising seven and a half million dollars. Would love to have any accredited investors along for the ride. Yeah, so guys, Fred is making himself available to you. So make sure to reach out, go to ideapros.com, get that free checklist so you can at least check what things you may be missing for your idea to become real. And who knows, maybe we'll see your idea on Amazon or on one of the other platforms uh, and see you working with Fred. Cause one thing I know about Fred is Fred is one of those guys that's all about action and making your ideas real. So Fred, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Love to have you on again. I appreciate it. Hey, and by the way, one of our companies this morning sold for $30 million and uh, they've been around for a year. So uh, good news. Congratulations. That's Thanks. amazing. Thanks. All right. All Take right. Care, guys. All right, so here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.